Blog Talk Radio. Children, products of the ghetto. Mama cooked the soup, daddy did the yelling. Uncle was a drunk, cousin was a felon. When he got pinched, he told him he wasn't telling. Auntie was a cook, her husband was a crook. Cause every job he had, they be paying him off the books. Ghetto university, knowledge is all it took. In the tenement, I was listening to the hook. Change on come, spirit of Sam Cook. And when the fans coming, everybody be shook. Now we doing life like Eddie Murphy and Martin. Don't fucking come for me. Stop throwing rocks down my path. 
Stop burning bread on me talking shit to everyone. I spent seven years building my brand, been in the game since I was 13. I'm way past the Neo stage. I'm a veteran. So stop throwing salt. This here is my city. Trying to tarnish my name out here in these streets. Be very careful. The grave you digging for me will surely, you will surely end up falling into it. Don't fucking come for me. Stop being in your fucking feelings so much. Every piece I write ain't about you. You must be feeling guilty. Maybe that's why you constantly throwing shade at me. I will not change my style just to accommodate you. Don't go digging dirt. Don't go digging for dirt on me, trying to expose me. I wrote a whole book airing out my dirty laundry. Unbreakable. Go get it. Don't fucking come for me. My mouth is unfiltered and my mind is free. Don't try to imprison me into a box because I'm a pretty girl. Oh, yeah. Don't say I ain't all that. You weren't saying that shit when you were in my inbox trying to holler. Just walk away with your dignity and pride while you still got it, son. Don't fucking come for me. Keep my name out of your mouth. I don't say shit about you. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, then keep your fucking mouth closed. Rolling your eyes and taking deep breaths when I receive applause after torching the mic. Allow your hater juice to manifest internally. Keep that shit to yourself. The ink in my pen is so twisted. My words cut so deep, I will make a nigga feel like he never existed. Don't fucking come for me. Keep your distance from me. I'm so sick like a cold. You don't want to catch this attitude from me. I'm not a, I'm not a man hater. So stop saying I'm a dyke and I need some dick. I love men and can get the vitamin D from any man I choose. That nigga just ain't you. Real soldiers don't need to keep taking cheap shots. They stay quiet and prepared when the enemy attacks. If you gotta come for me, if you gotta come to me and ask if this poem is about you, you just answered your own damn question. Don't fucking come for me. Always try to check me when you should be checking the niggas that keep disrespecting me, telling me how to act, how to be a lady. Pretty girls are to be seen and not heard. Keep turning the other cheek. Wait your turn. Don't talk to me like I'm clueless. Please check my credentials again before you judge. I'm self-made. Nothing was given to me. I work hard for everything I have. It's my dollars that pay for the flyers and business cards. The feature spot six months straight. I persuade that I am getting and sold my heart and soul into them. Nothing is made up, 100% factual. The first woman show I packed the house, snagging magazine covers and radio interviews, weekly requests for open mics on my social media. My fan base is growing daily. Time I still crawling. I paid my dues. You can take that to the bank. I don't beg for opportunities, nor do I wait. I create them. I don't have to compete. Not only am I walking, I'm running to the finish line. Fighting in a male-dominated society where men's egos bruise easily. 
They start acting like bitches and stoop to petty levels. Don't be mad because my balls are bigger than yours. You say I'm mean and quick to cut folks off. Mean? <laughs> I've been called way worse. My last relationship toughens me up. Toughens me up some. Taught me to never let anyone take me for granted. Stand up and speak up when something don't settle right with me. Think what you want, but I'm still making money moves, whether you see it or not. I don't need a big entourage to validate me. I keep my circle small. I am the underdog that has risen to the top. Hey, what's up? It's Daddy Sky up in the building. Open letter under a new network, DSE Network. Um, today's going to be a great episode. Those two pieces that I did, that was new shit. First one was Come For Me. That's going to be in my new book, With Love, Danny X. That is the 10th poetry collection. And the one that I just read is called The Underdog. That's going to be in that same book as well. So, um, the first one, Come For Me, I had read that at 100,000 Poets. And I got, um... a lot of great reviews. I think maybe two days after I posted, I ended up with like three over 300 reviews. And uh, a lot of people liked that piece. And I'm just like, wow. And then it was a picture that somebody took of me. I put it on my Instagram. I got 125 likes. I never, that's the most like that I ever gotten on a picture or anything that I post ever. So I'm all like, that's kind of like an achievement. So I'm like, yay. Achievement. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so like I said, uh, be looking out for that. And today, Beat News exclusive, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj beef continues. So this is going to be extremely juicy. This story has been going on for a while. Today, I have my special guest celebrity commentator, Ryan Blue, in the building. She's going to give us all the juicy hot Earl Grey tea, green tea, blueberry tea, whatever tea that you drink. She's going to give us all that tea. And then um, we got some clips that we going to play. We got, like, some hot music we going to play, uh, some celebrity news. The beat news is, like, ridiculous. It's going to be a dope-ass show. Uh, it's a two-hour show now, so instead of an hour, so that way I can cover more events. So, um with the beat news today, former top model Wets, wonder who that is, and R. Kelly's ex is stirring the pot, and another sitcom gets a reboot. So if you would like to call in to open letter and just say, I just want to hear myself breathing on the air. I just want to say, hey, uh, it's cold as fuck outside. I mean, anything. You know, you can just call in the studio, 516 516- Four five three nine three nine two. Again, that's five one six four five three nine three nine two. So we're gonna give a shout out to our sponsors, Sister to Sister Beauty Bar, which is off the Rock Road, right across the street from um, Save a Lot. And anybody that follows me on social media, uh, I have been wearing faux locks for a while. And if you wanna know who did my faux locks, it's a uh, beautician called Anika. And she's at that shop, and that shop is right off the right road. I don't have the address offhand, but I will post it to my social media later on today. Um, she works fast. 
You know, it took her three hours to do my hair. Definitely going back to her. Really cool lady. And uh, Hamburger Mary's. Uh, Hamburger Mary's is a restaurant downtown um, on the corner of 4th Street and Washington. And they got some dope-ass food. Like, them, them burgers is fire. Like, I had a burger there a few days ago, and it was big as hell. I couldn't even fit it in my mouth. Like, I was trying to open up my mouth up as wide as I could, and I, I had to just smash that bitch. And I, like, I still couldn't eat it. And I'm like, damn it. You know, but it was but when I did get it in my mouth, you know, it was good. It was juicy. And... um I had some fries. I didn't get a chance to really do the wings, you know, but uh, they got some dope-ass food. And anybody that likes drag shows, they have drag shows. Actually, me and uh, Miss Blue are going to their drag show tonight. They got one at 6.30. They got one at 8.30. And we're going to the 8.30 show. And uh, you got to make reservations because, from what I hear, it fills up pretty fast. There's no cover. The only thing is you have to spend at least $10 when you're in there, which is easy because everything starts at $10, all the food and drinks in there. So that'll be easy. And um, so I'm excited about that. So Hamburger Mary's, great food, great atmosphere. I checked it out. They got a nice setup, stage in the middle. got a little catwalk. Uh, they got a pool table. I seen, you know, I looked around a little bit. There is an ATM in there. So if anybody says, Damn, I ain't got no money. ATM right by the door. You ain't got no excuse. So uh, that's smart. That's smart, you know. Because <laughs> black folks, we always got to be like, I ain't got no money. The ATM right up there. Oh, well, um, my uh, see, my check is post-dated. So it's not going, that deposit ain't going to clear until Tuesday, you know. So y'all take EBT, you know. That's how, that's how our people do. I'm just saying. That's how we do. That's how we do. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, definitely check out Hamburger Mary's. Great food, great atmosphere. I'm excited about this drag show. I went to one drag show at Handlebar a few months back, had a great time. So I'm definitely looking forward to this one. And Funky Buddha, which is a, a boutique that I go to in the Del Mar Loop, they have uh, incense, they have nice clothes, like their clothing. It's more kind of like earthy, bohemian-type style. So uh, I wear a lot of it, mostly their pants. They have, like, these really comfortable Buddha-type pants, and I have maybe, like, four or five pairs of them. The only thing is, when you buy clothes from there, do not wash in regular water because it will shrink. And I had to learn that the hard way. So you have to wash everything in cold water. So I had to keep telling myself that because when I tried on my pants and I washed them, and I was like, why are these mugs so tight? And I was like, oh, and then I went back, and the lady's like, yeah, you have to wash in cold water. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So I had to wash them separately from my other clothes, you know. But uh, other than that, I go there every three months, every two to three months. The lady knows me. I've been going there since uh, maybe a month before my showcase, and I told her about my showcase and she still remember me when I come in there because I do my uh my incense my incense um stock. So I stock up on incense for like enough for three months. So I go in there, I just rack up, I spend like twenty dollars worth of incense. It's really cheap. And then I end up buying a few pants, maybe a few shirts, then I I pretty much end up spending about like two hundred dollars every time I go in there. But it's worth it because <laughs> they got some good stuff. 
So um, the hours, I can't remember what the hours are, but I will post that as well. But I think they're pretty much open mostly every day. And last but not least, Logic Martial Arts Studio. Uh, he is a martial arts instructor. I tease him. I call him um, Michael Jai White. I'll call him Jer- Michael Jerome Jeffrey Jai White, you know, because he be like doing splits and then breaking boards and bricks and doing all karate kid type shit, you know. <laughs> and uh, he's an actor. He does, uh, he teaches a lot of classes, like self defense classes for like kids women, pretty much everybody. And he has a studio in Central West End and he um, goes by your, um, he works around your schedule. So whatever time you're able to do it, you know, he works around that. Uh, He holds a lot of events that he does, like networking events. Really cool guy. He's a U-City alumni. And uh, speaking of U-City, I just found out U-City having their homecoming today. And I thought it was next week. And it's today. So I'm just like, oh. And I was trying to find my U-City shirt so I can rep, and I couldn't find the damn shirt. And I'm just like, ah! You know, I was going to wear it to the studio. But that's okay. He is on Facebook. You can follow him. And he's on Instagram as well. And those are all our sponsors. If you would like to be a guest on Open Letter, you can email me at dannysky1980 at yahoo.com and that's Danny with an I, and then Sky with an E at the end, 1980. Or if you follow me on Facebook, you can hit my um, DM and just say, hey, I'd like to be a guest on Open Letter. Let me know what you want to talk about, and then I'll message you back and just tell you what you need, pretty much as a bio of yourself, uh, what it is that you want to talk about. I'll give you details on the interview, all that good stuff. And um, you can follow me on uh, Facebook. I'm on Instagram as well. Instagram, Danny Sky 1980. And also, I have a YouTube page as well, Danny Sky. Um, follow me on YouTube. Most of my videos are in there. I don't go on there a lot, so I haven't really updated it that much. But I have all my videos on my Facebook page as well, every performance that I do. So, um, but yeah, that is that. So, we're going to get into the beat news. Former top model winner, three, former top model, three winner, Eva Marcel tops the knot with her beau of two years, Michael Sterling, in a grand fashion wedding this past uh, Sunday. And so, it was October the 7th. They got married in Atlanta, and guests included um, pretty much everybody from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Portia was there with her pregnant self. Yeah, she's like pregnant. I think she looked like she's about six months probably. I and then she's engaged too. And I was just like, wow, okay. And then Cynthia Bailey, uh, Candy Burris were all in attendance. And in a recent Instagram post, the former top model winner showed off her is a white glow in a beautiful Sertuni Greece. So they went to Greece uh, for their honeymoon. And she has a video, I guess, showing, like, what the city of Greece looks like. And I believe her husband is the mayor of Atlanta, so pretty much he got bank. And she don't have to worry about ever modeling or doing another movie or anything else ever again. <laughs> Hopefully she all do that. I would like to see more of Eva. She, she's been acting in a lot of films. 
uh, recently I heard that she is coming out with a, um, I believe it's a bed line, like a bedding line with like comforters and stuff like that. I did see that on Instagram. Uh, I'm not sure if it's actually out, but it looked like it was in the works. She showed us like a piece of something that she was working on. So I'm definitely glad. Um, Eva is one of the very few winners of the top top model cycle that's actually been doing something. Everybody else, like, they did something for a minute, and then they disappeared. But once she did top model, she, like, just hit the pavement and just ran with it. Like, she modeled a little bit, and then she got more into, like, um, acting. So now I think she's been acting more, and she's actually pretty good as an actress. She's funny. She was on a sitcom um, a while ago. There was on TV one. I think it lasted two seasons. I don't think it's on there no more. I think it's called um, uh, Born Again Version. And that was really good. It had her uh, tank was in there. And I don't know what happened. Like, I was looking at it, and then I didn't see it no more. So, my petition for them to bring that show back. But, uh, I'm, uh, but other than that, I'm very proud of Eva. Out of all the top model winners, she is my favorite. Uh, I was rooting for her. And every time I look at the episode where she won and they show her the picture, like, I start getting emotional. Like, I want to play. You know, it's one is Eva, and then two, you like it's a black girl, and you like it's the first black girl that win. You just like, like you win it for all of us. Like, oh my gosh, you know. So I'm about to get emotional just talking about it. I'm gonna move on to the next subject. So, <laughs> so R. Kelly's ex is stirring the pot. Andrea Kelly is sharing more of the brutal details from her years with the ignition singer. In an interview with Inside Edition, she recalls their Chicago home became a prison for her during the marriage from 1996 to 2009. In the interview, she dove into specifics about her abuse, including the fact that she could not leave their home without permission and that she had to call him daddy. Now, before I continue on, okay, so when you're married, What's wrong with calling your husband daddy? I mean, me personally, I, I wouldn't call him daddy because it feel weird. But it's like, but he your husband, though. It ain't like he's some dude that you met at a nightclub and then you went back to his place and then y'all doing it. He's like, call me daddy. You know what I mean? He's your husband. I mean, like, he your husband. He ain't no stranger. You know? I mean, me personally, I just, I just feel weird. I can't call no dude daddy or say his name because I'm just like, you know what your name is. Why do I say your name? Like, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I don't know why she had a, a, a issue with that because I'm just like, he, I mean, R. Kelly's pretty much everybody's daddy because all the girls he messed with, he old enough to be their daddy. You know. So, <laughs> two other women who recently came forward, Kitty Jones and Asante McGee, also claimed that they had to call R. Kelly daddy. Yeah, I'm very sure that they were probably like under 21 years old. So, of course, they're going to call you daddy. Kelly also recalled an incident where her ex-husband Hall tied her to the bed. I was tied up and left on the side of the bed, and he went to sleep. Okay, first of all, why would you even volunteer for somebody to tie you up? Now, me personally, 
<clears throat> ain't nobody never tying me up because I didn't volunteer. Like, if they even say anything about, about tying me up, I'm like, what? Because I started thinking about slavery. I started thinking about roots. I'm all like, you trying to tie me up, you know, with that rough-ass rope that's going to cut through my skin? I'm like, mm-mm. Now, since we all family, I will confess that I did hog tie somebody. Um, it was my ex from eight years ago, but he asked though. You know, I didn't want to do it, but he wanted to do it. He was all like, yeah, I want to get tied up. He was a white dude. You know, the white dude was into that shit. That's some white boy shit. I want to get tied up. So he's like, yeah, I want to get tied up. And I was, I thought he was just fucking with me, but I came home and he had, he showed me the rope. He had some rope. And I was like, this motherfucker's serious. He really want me to tie him up. Okay. So he went to Home Depot and got this rope. And I'm just like, oh. So, and it's the same rope that they use to lynch black people. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So it's kind of my way, I guess, like getting reparations for what happened to us. So I'm just like, all right. So I'm a, uh, <laughs> so I went on his, I tied him up to the bed. He wanted me to, I tied his hands his feet, and then I start tickling his ass, and I tickled him, and he just wiggling around, like, stop, oh my gosh, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stop, and then all of a sudden, then I started kissing him, and then I started tickling him again, I did it for like a good 30 minutes straight, till he turned red and started getting mad, stop tickling me, I was like, look, I got your ass tied up, I'm in control, I'm doing what the fuck I want to do, because this is fun, okay, so, I had fun with it. So, just saying, don't ask Danny Sky to tie you up because I will tickle your ass for a good 30 minutes to an hour. You know, so just saying, you know, be careful. But then she said he went to sleep. I ain't going to go to sleep. I mean, I'm going to make sure I'm going to wake you up. You know, I mean, we going to do what we going to do. We both going to go to sleep. But that's just, that's just stupid. I don't know. But, um, Back to this story. I just had to throw that out there because that was funny. But <laughs> but she first opened up about the abuse earlier this month in an interview with daytime talk show Sister Circle. So she pretty much going on as many talk shows as she can talking about this alleged abuse. In that interview, she detailed the viewers the moment when she finally walked away from her ex-husband after calling a domestic abuse hotline. So it took you that long to call domestic abuse hotline, and he tied you. He did. He pretty much. I mean, come on. It's R. Kelly. Like all this stuff that I read, I'm not surprised because it says it in the music. He a freak. The type of shit he liked to do. We listen to his songs like Ignition, uh, Honey Love. Did he do Honey Love? Honey Love. I think like just. All kind of shit. I mean, R. Kelly just, he pretty much let us know that he a freak, that he a pedophile, all this other shit. Everything that's come out, I'm all like, we his songs tell us that. You know, y'all need to read between the fucking lines. You know, like, he, it ain't a surprise. And you still married his ass. That's the thing. You knew who R. Kelly was before you married him, and you still married his ass. He's just like everybody else got caught up in the fame. Ooh, I want to be with R. Kelly. And it don't look the first time I seen his wife, I was like, who is this barracuda? Who is this 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 gorilla? Like who is this animal? You know, she don't look like nothing. I'm sorry, but like she she ain't cute. 
And then her, and then she was trying to have like baby her, but you can't have baby her and you ain't got baby her. You know, like she was doing too much on that reality show, and she ain't doing too much. She she ain't got nothing else going on. I'm all like, I need you to get a clothing line going, sell some perfume, something. Cause my thing is, R. Kelly can't read. He illiterate. Ain't nobody touched on that. Everybody else been talking about everything else. The nigga can't read. Hooked on phonics is still out, ain't it? Get him hooked on phonics. Let's talk about that. Get him hooked on phonics. You know, she could have threw that up in his face. Motherfucker, that's why your ass can't read. You know, and that really hurt his feelings. Like, she should have said it. You can't read, bitch. You know, that's what you got to do. Attack his weakness, you know. But, anywho, so, I'm about to move on to the last story. Um... Another sitcom reboot. Actress and comedian Fran Drescher is in talks of a reboot, and guess who she would love to have play her daughter? That's right, the drip rapper Cardi B. Drescher stopped by TV People's uh, People TV Chatter on Wednesday, where she discussed a possible revival of the 1990s reboot The Nanny. In the original series, Drescher portrayed a nanny from Queens who tracks into the posh society of Manhattan to take care of a millionaire's kids. Of course, she eventually falls in love and marries the millionaire. It's no surprise that Drescher is interested in seeing the rapper join a possible reboot. Cardi has paid homage to the actress and her character before rocking a Dolce & Gabbana animal print look during the Milan Fashion Week as a nod to Drescher. Drescher said of the homage, I was so flattered. I just thought she paid homage to me wearing animal print and said, Fran Drescher. And then I got my juices flowing and thought, wait a minute. She's from New York. We both have funny voices. She could be my daughter. Drescher noted that Cardi would not be the child of her on-screen love interest, Maxwell Sheffield. Instead, she has another idea for potential reboot writers. And Drescher says, I would have I would have to have a man of color. She says, I'm down with the brothers. All right, friend. Friend down with chocolate. All right. She all right with me. And, you know, that would be funny. I can see that. Like, her and Cardi B doing a nanny. Like, I was just picturing, like, how would that be? Like, the, the ratings would be so high on that show that it would be ridiculous. So high. So, anywho, um, that was the beat news. I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. So, before we introduce our guests, we're going to cut to a break. We're going to play two songs. And after that, I'm bring her on. And we're going to talk about this Cardi B and Nicki Minaj beat. We're going to get it broken down, how I got started. And, um, yeah, and if you like what you hear, you can call in, you can comment. Throw in some stuff that you know, some stuff that we left out, and uh, yeah, all that good stuff. So, we'll be back in a little bit. I'm about to play some tracks, and uh, I'm about to eat the rest of this apple and drink this water and try out this caramel apple donut that I got from uh, Snooks. And I got a, um, a pumpkin one too. I'm gonna try that pumpkin spice one as well. So, <laughs> we will come back in a little bit.
good pussy too Don't let me rock my dude I should've spoke up to me when I'm older Leave that to me, no hot to leak The man with a plan who work for it all Like Marauders on a mission where we turn dance hall Uh, suck up boy, Trini man Ride out when we're in my hand Love all of me friends One, two, three, them all of the gang Move a couple pound of weed and a couple dollar van Hmm, rock pocket, find another plan Yeah yeah, done. Put some on one. I'm the sound DJ Walk. Hey, yo, what's up, Then I wanna, bro. Then I wanna. It's your outline. Never first clutch up. Early in the night, when you bring out the music with the pockets in the band, and the sound man, music live and direct when it all goes down. Look like an idiot, boy. You know when I fuck up. Big two make the world go around. Make we bring the sound boy, bro. Them finna, where do we get this song? I'm sending your face, make a sound boy, bro.
All right, this is Denny Sky. We back in the building, so we played a little bit of um, that was Amory with "Hate to Love You," and then before that, uh, Alanis Morissette with "Ironic," and then at the top of that, there was a Tribe Called Quest with "Solid Wall of Sound." Um, that was from their latest album. Um, I forgot the name of that doggone album, but. <laughs> I'll find out later on because I, I doubt it on and bought it. Yeah, so I think it's called I want to say Thank You for Your Service. We got it from here. I think that's what it's called. I believe. And then they got a song on there about Donald Trump. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was actually pretty good. Actually, if anybody watches Dear White People, it was played in the uh, either the first or the second season. Um, that song was featured in one of those episodes. So if you do watch that, I can't remember what season or what episode that it was on, but um, you'll be able to hear the song that they did about Trump. So it was pretty cool. So uh, <laughs> all right. So she's been my BFF since third grade. And a fellow U City alumni, and she always has the tea and she keeps it real. Without further ado, celebrity commentator and my motherfucking friend <laughs> and my sister over 20 years, Ryan Blue. Showcase. Like she has a bonbon burlesque show 
every second Saturday, yeah, every second Saturday of the month. And um, I remember going backstage, and I was, like, about to get um, pack up, and she had on her makeup. And I was like, I just wanted to, I introduced myself. I said, like, hello, I'm Danny Sky, I'm a spoken word artist. I just had a showcase, and I love your makeup. And then she just batted her eyes. She's like, and uh, after that, we kept running into each other. There was another event that I was featuring at, and she featured. I gave her a copy of Open Letter. I signed it. We hugged. And then we just kept running into each other after that. And I was like, okay, me and Sugar Rush really got talked. So when I seen that she was doing another show at the Monaco, I was like, okay. So I took a picture. Unfortunately, I took a picture with her without her drag. So, I mean, it was fortunately, but not fortunately. I mean, I wanted to, you know, get a glimpse of her makeup, but I was still happy to, like, take a picture with her. She's a very sweet person, and um, I definitely plan on bringing her on the show to talk about the Bomb Bomb Burlesque show because um, I believe they, I think they have a show tonight. I think so, because I, I get alerts from Eventbrite. Because I went to two shows. The first one she hosted, it was hilarious. She's a great host. The second one she didn't host, but she was like at the ticket booth. The second one, it was it was cool. I didn't like the host that much because it's like she she was alright, but she just didn't have that fire like Sugar Rush did. So after that, I was like, I'm not going to no more of them unless Sugar Rush is hosting it because she gives a great show. And um, it had me thinking for a minute about doing burlesque. But I was like, no, like, I get rid of this, this gut <laughs> first. Got to get this ass shaped up. <laughs> you know, I just turned 38. So I'm all like, I ain't trying to look 38. I, got, I ain't trying to have, I, my body looks 38, but my face looks 28. So I'm like, I want my face to match my body. So I'm like, even if I, if I tried to do that. But then the girls that I've seen doing it, they wasn't in the best shape either, but they was confident. Yeah, you could, you put, know. You could put your little girdle on and suck that all in and, you know. No, they had to take all that shit off. <laughs> they do, the only thing that's left is your panties. This is like when you oh, done. Yeah. But oh, they got panties okay. on their nipples, though, but they come oh. closed up. Okay. But at the end of the show, they just got their panties on. This is, they take off the shoes. Bra, go off, whatever jacket they got. If I had a girdle, girdle would have to come off. So you gonna see plow, you gonna see all this, all this. You can't cover it up. You can't suck your stomach in. Oh, like you can't. No, you up there for like however long the song plays, good 10, 15 minutes, you know. So yeah, so that's why I said I gotta go back to the gym. I get my body right. I'm with you. You know, if I do that, I would just do it one time just to see, because I'm all like, just to do something crazy, you know, because uh, I try to do stuff that I, I back in the day, I used to be the person that's like, I would never do that. And then after a while, I don't know, I just kind of got bold and brave and just start doing shit that I say I wouldn't go do. And I was like, if I do it, I'm like, no, I like that. I ain't doing it again. Or if I do like it, I'm like, okay. Like, for instance, like one time, I tried a Nutella, you know, on my pancakes, and it and I thought it looked good. And then when I had it, when I got it, it looked like diarrhea. 
you know, like when I changed my son's diaper when he was a baby, that's what it looked like. And I'm just like, he don't think of it as chocolate.
I came hard. I did, uh, I don't know how many pieces I did. I think about two, three pieces. And um, they definitely, they uh, they loved me. They definitely loved Danny Sky. And uh, I had met two drag queens. One was, uh, I think her name was, I her name. But she reminded me of Miss Chi-Chi from Two Wong Fu. I mean, the same mannerisms and everything. She's like, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. I'm loving it, loving it. And I'm getting nervous, and she's like, you're not nervous. You're just excited. Just say you're excited. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I loved it. I was like, no one has never told me that when you say you're nervous, people are like, you ain't got nothing to be nervous about. She's like, you excited. You're not nervous. you excited Okay, okay. So hopefully one day I run into them again because I'm all like, they seem like really cool people to hang out with. And who knows? Maybe I might run into them tonight at Hamburger Mary's. Hopefully I do. If I do, we taking pictures and we just we just go reminisce and all that good shit. But anywho, um, let's get into. I'm sorry, I'm just taking up all your time. <laughs> Right. I felt like Evander Holyfield about to go into the ring. 
You know, and that right. was just like, I it can't it was crazy. So, okay, so it was alleged that Future was on that song first. What? You yes. He was on that song I first. You couldn't tell because when the Migos came out, it just seemed like it was that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I guess Nicki Minaj, who was actually going to be touring with Future, um, got, a, I guess, got knowledge that he was doing a song with Cardi. And she, I think, you know, used her power and said, you can have a song with my competition and be performing on our tour so you can't do a song work. Mm. So, this uh, this was the alleged incident that kind of you know started the beef. Yeah. Um, from then, there's probably a lot of stuff that's been going on behind the scenes. Um, Nikki even taking shots at all a lot of female rappers, but her specifically for a while. No. Um, in her songs, I mean, she she's been <laughs> saying some crazy stuff. So, um. And then you get to we get to motorsport. Yeah. Now, motorsport was a song we thought I knew they didn't come together like like hey girl we gonna do a song together. I knew yeah. it wasn't like that. I knew it was politics that was played in that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think Migos tried to get them together to do a song because they knew it was gonna be huge. Mm-hmm. And it was a it was a big song. But on the song, you know, if you listen to it, it's not like they take a shot at each other in the song. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, y'all taking shots at each other. Them verses was hot. You know, Nicki verses was banging. Cardi verses was banging. Um, I'm like, wow. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think if you want to pull up that interview or play that interview, yeah. um, Nicki Minaj talks about how it kind of came into them two doing a song together and how she kind of felt like you know, it was a narrative going around about her, about how that song came about and how she pulled, she likes to pull strings behind the scenes. And I think that's a lot of what's going on with uh, their beef because their beef is alleged that Nikki does a lot of, plays a lot of politics and stops people's backs. Like there was a hashtag going on. Yeah. Like Nikki stopped my bag like a couple, like a week ago, you know, a week or two ago. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people came out, you know, Remy Ma came out and said it on, um, you know, Wendy Williams, um, Tiffany Fox, who is a hip-hop artist from St. Louis. Shout out to Tiffany Fox. Yeah. Uh, she said that, you know, Nikki is not is a person that likes to play politics mm-hmm. and, you know, had some strings pulled about her BET Awards experience. Yeah. Um, and now Cardi's like, you stop back. That's what you do, you yeah. know, um, and that's why people don't mess with you. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, Nikki got a lot to say about that. And know? speaking of refrigerator, speaking of bags, for for people who don't know what bags is, I think I know, but just in case somebody don't know, what what the fuck bags mean? Bags <laughs> means the money. Oh, okay. she's stopping my she's stopping my money from coming in because she's doing stuff behind mm-hmm. the scenes that's preventing me from getting my check. Okay, and residuals, you know, income, um, yes, you royalties. Know. Okay. Absolutely. All of that. My dividends. Okay. <laughs> so okay. she's stopping that. So, yeah, so she went on Beast One with Zane Lowe and did an interview and talked about, uh, you know, her experience doing motorsport hops came about and how she felt like a lot of people didn't have her back when the narrative was she was doing too much. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And 
it's it's unfortunate, you know. Um, I don't, you know, you don't know what to believe, but at the same time, it's like if all of these different people are saying something about you, it's like it's like the saying where there's smoke that's fire. Yeah. You know, so you have to start thinking maybe is this is this moving back here? Everybody plays politics. Let's be clear. Everybody in the industry, you have power. You're you're using your power to get what you want out. Your record label, out of, out of anybody, has anything to do with your career. But I think the problem is when it stops another female from progressing, and you're about women empowerment. That's where the contradiction yeah. gets. You know, that's when it, it comes into play. Um, and that's why I think a lot of people have a problem with Nicki Minaj. But at the same time, they have a problem with Cardi B too. So we'll get into that as well. Okay. So before we get into some more tea. Cause this is apple good as fuck. So <laughs> I'm chewing on the apple like the redder the the redder it is, the juicy is. So um, a lot of this information I didn't know. I'm like wow. But before we get even more into it, I found a clip on YouTube where Nicki Minaj talk about um, the beef around her and Cardi B and Quavo and Mortis Motorsport. And then later on the show, um, Quavo has a I guess diss track about Nicki Minaj because uh, allegedly him and Nicki Minaj had a relationship. Wow. So that track is, I guess, is pretty much going to be talking about their relationship. So I'm just like, wow. Yeah. So I'm a little curious about that one, you know. So. No one knew that they were messing around. That's what makes it so interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either. I just found it out maybe like last month. Yeah. And I thought this whole time that she was messing with Offset, because like all the motherfuckers look alike, all of them in the group. <laughs> I can't tell who who. You right. know, it's, so. it's, well, it's alleged that they had a relationship. He's oh. alluding to that in his song, but yeah. you know, nothing's been said, nothing's been proven. But you know, he's saying some crazy stuff in that song, so I don't know. Yeah, but we're about to play this video clip, and then we're gonna get back whew, to more of the beef, and then we're gonna play. Um, the track, if you haven't heard the track from Quavo, and then whew, we're going to discuss that. And if you want to call into the studio or want to comment on um, my Danny Sky page and be like, damn, this fucked up. I didn't know or whatever. You can do that. So here is the clip. It'll be one moment. Okay. Wait for the commercials. I hate when they have commercials on here. Just waiting for because <laughs> I don't want to play it and then the commercials be on there. So yeah, I see. yeah. But this is interesting. It is. It, it and it's more it's crazy because we haven't got to our bazaar yet. Yeah, I don't like get her, up to that point. I don't like her lace front. Me. Either. I think she. Do you know who was doing her hair? I think Kim Campbell, who I love. Oh, she she, she, she do Beyonce hair too. Yeah, Kim yeah. Campbell. I think was her stylist. She changed her stylist. Mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't like. I I love Kim Campbell, but I just didn't like some of. If if Kim Campbell did that, I did not like that wig. Yeah. I didn't it, like a lot. Similar. I didn't like the Chan Lee wig. I did not like those wigs. Like, the Chun Li wig when I didn't even know that was Nicki Minaj when I seen the Chun Li thing. I thought mm-hmm. that was like another rapper. Right. You know, so I guess Chun Li is her also ego or something. Girl used to be she used to call herself Horajuko by Barbie or something back in the day. That's when I really liked her back in the day. Cause she was When is that funny star the Harajuku girls? Oh uh, Yeah, she brought that out. Oh, uh, never mind, maybe one day. <laughs> but I mean ooh, yeah. ooh, excuse me, I may yeah. be incorrect. But yeah, I she used to she used to she used to like have things where she was like she's 
say she was a ninja or whatever back in the day. Like when she first came out, like mm-hmm. she was she was like thoroughbred. Like I was impressed. And I'm still impressed. This girl can rap. This mm-hmm. girl's a legend. Let's not she's a legend. But some crazy stuff that she been doing and mm-hmm. I heard well, we gonna get let we gonna get into that right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. juicy. Right. juicy. So here is the um the clip that she did with no, I don't want to try now for free. Here's the um <laughs> the clip where she talked to um uh Jay Prince from where he at from um trying to see what show actually I don't think it's that's from Jay Prince. I think that's yeah, I think that's her Zane Law interview. Um, oh. Right oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, when she was talking to who Blue said she was talking to, mm-hmm. I was just looking at stuff on YouTube and trying to see who the fuck she was talking to. <laughs> she was talking to somebody. And uh, <laughs> so here's a clip. Here's a um. It's about three minutes and thirty four seconds. So I'm I'm gonna play the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then we go get into the rest of this video. Waiting for. So does Nicki Minaj and Cardi B actually have a beef? So last year, the two rap queens collaborated with Migos on the Culture 2 single, Motorsport. One of the records that helped Cardi B make Billboard chart history and all appear to be well in a very small battle arena of female hip-hop. So lo and behold, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B aren't exactly enemies, but they're not exactly greatest of pals either. On the heels of the release of her double single rollout with Barbie Team and Chun Lee, Nikki sat down with Beats One Zane Lowe to finally address any testiness and controversy between her and the Bodak Yellow creator. And yes, she dropped a few bombs. He texted me and he said, Is it okay to put Cardi on it? And I still had a text in my phone where I said, Yeah, let's do it. And that's the only story I told. You know, I said how exactly how it came about. And when it was time to clear the air about that, no one did that. You know, everybody, all of them allowed me to look like I lied. And, you know, even with the scheduling conflict, she's using my hairdresser now. So even he can attest to the fact, Tokyo, he knows that there really was a scheduling conflict. And it was because of him. He's the one that couldn't show up. And I texted him, I said, you know that if I don't show up the day she's shooting, they're going to act like it's, it's because I'm doing it to be mean. The scheduling conflict Nikki's referring to led to Cardi and Nikki appearing separately in the Motorsport video when it was billed as a unifying song between the two. She also felt Cardi never showed her any genuine love up until recently. She really took exception to the first interview with Cardi after Motorsport. You know, when I, when I, when I heard the track... Right. Her verse was in Finnish, or it's not the verse that is on right now. And, um, you know, Quavo told me, like, to get on the song, and I just felt like it's a perfect opportunity for me to be on a track that is some, that's big like them. Because those are two big people, and, I, and, and, I'm, and I just started in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, oh, I know that if I get on this record... It's going to be crazy. The biggest revelation came when Nikki, Cardi, and Migos had the opportunity to nip everything in the bud, and Quavo pretty much played her to the left. So I texted um, Quavo, and I said, hey, just, you know, can you back me up on this? Because, you know, I don't want people to think I'm lying. What do I have to lie about? And um, he didn't back me up. And, you know, he texted me. He was, he was like, 
I would I would go on Twitter and back you up if you were my girl. LOL. And that hurt because he's somebody like I love him, you know? And um up until this recent interview that she did, I had never seen her show me genuine love in an interview. And I could just imagine how many girls wish they could have been on a song with Nicki Minaj and I mean I'm not saying it in a cocky way, but like, um, yikes. Hip Hop DX just got wind that Cardi B will conduct an interview at Power Woman 6 in Los Angeles. So you already know the tea kettle started on Norma. As this story continues to develop, head over to Hip Hop DX to get Nicki Minaj's new song and leave your thoughts in the comment section below. And as always, for more music and news, hit up hiphopdx.com. Oh, well. Hmm. Yeah. I, I almost got a little teary eyed. I was just like, damn, this bitch over crying and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Cardi B, he make people cry. Right, girl. Yeah, she, she has been basically, allegedly, her behavior been making people cry. But I, I, I think it's always two sides to a story. So, you know, it is. Yeah. But here, here's what I've heard, uh, you know, looking, just doing my research and then, you know, it's just crazy. So, allegedly, when Nikki's verse, Nikki's verse came out, in that verse, she, like I told you before, she mentioned that Cardi was the QB and she was Nick Lombardi or something like that. So, I think when Cardi heard that portion of the verse that she felt a way about that verse and was like, no, we, we got to change the verse. And I think, I think it was all good um, at first until she heard that portion of the verse and she was like, no, this girl's not going to be dimming my light in the verse. Mm-hmm. In the verse, you know, if I'm, if I'm a female rapper and I'm coming to the game and I hear another female rapper who's predominant right now say something like that like I'm a cute I'm a quarterback and you're Nick Lombardi like that <laughs> that would be that's the way who she who she talking to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who's so, Nick Lombardi? Right. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I automatically start thinking about pasta. I'm like, damn, that's hungry. <laughs> That's how I said you want. Give me that uh, Nick Lamar. Right, exactly. Well, white oh song. my God, that's <laughs> hilarious. So, <laughs> so I think she saw the way about it. It was like they got she got changed the verse, but I think Cardi, Cardi verse was it, it sounds like a shot at Nicki, and Nicki's verse sounds like a shot at Cardi. It's crazy. Yeah. That's why I'm like, why would they put them on the phone together? Y'all should have sat them in a room before they even did that song. Okay, everybody, hash out our issues. Go. You know see, what I'm saying? See, that's what it is. That's the reason why. <laughs> see, you just you just asked the question. Why knowing that they taking shots at each other, mm-hmm. like, why would they put them on track? Yeah, they know no, people go listen, listen and it's gonna make money and yeah. sales go boost up. Right. People feed off of rap, uh, beef and drama because right. it's like just like for instance, um. The boy is mine. Right. Brandy and Monica. Everybody oh kept saying they didn't God. like each other all these years. They mm-hmm. put them on that track. That was like their biggest record the ever. ever. They won a Grammy off of it. And here it is years later. They ain't never really had no beef. Right. You know? They had it now. But the media made it seem like yeah. Because you had two yeah. like female R&B 
teen idols that came out at the same time. At the same time. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it is crazy because I remember that. I'm like, Brady and Monica don't like each other. I'm like, shoot, if I buy Brady and Miss Disrespect the Monica. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I love both of their albums. Uh, we mean, we got to tell you about that. So, Cardi B did not get her ass beat. She is from the Bronx. 
I'm from U City. It's almost kind of the same place. <laughs> You know, I grew up on the corner. Okay. I, I grew up off 82nd, which is known as 8 Deuce. Party B did not get her ass beat. Uh-uh. She beat their ass. <laughs> and then my coworker like, you sure? Don't ask me, am I sure? I'm positive. So she's like, but she had a big ass knot on her head. Like, she had a knot on her head. She got some licks in. Okay? Oh my she goodness. got some licks. That knot don't mean shit. She just got, got cut off guard. Because I heard she threw, Nicki Minaj threw her shoe. At her head, and that's why she got that knot. But what kind of shoe is gonna put a knot in your forehead, though? Right. You know, I mean, unless it's a good, That's a good thing. You know, all the people that was there, they couldn't prevent that shoe from hitting her head. Yeah. Like nobody was like, oh, you know, dive in front of the shoe. That shoe, <laughs> you know, you. Oh, that's that, that, exactly. It, it should have been. I think that was the elbow because you should have been bleeding. Yeah, that had to be. That was a body not part. Them shoes, right. Not yeah. those. Not them. Two thousand, three thousand shoes, three thousand dollar shoes. They had on. That ain't nobody gonna throw no Manolo. Right. Like that ain't nobody. You know. Exactly. Nah, cause that mother break. Well, it is what it is. But okay, so she posted something on Instagram after the incident, and it basically said something about you know you stopped my bags, you commented on my mothering skills. So, in other words, she basically felt vindicated about what she did because mm-hmm. she just she just felt like it was enough. Enough was enough. Every time mm-hmm. I see you, everything cool. And every time you get on a microphone or in front of a, 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 another uh, media personality, you got something to say about my career. It's crediting what I've done, what I've accomplished. I'm tired of it, you know. And I think that she just had she had a break. Um. So it's just it's crazy. Like I. I do not want Cardi to allow this to, like, you know, damage her career or whatever, like, to keep on addressing all of these different people that got something to say about her. And it's been going on, like, also, you know, I'm sure you heard that she had an alleged incident in uh, a strip club, you know, um, in New York. I'm hearing about it today. So <laughs> it was alleged that she went to a strip club with some goons and they she had some people attack um and her entourage attacked some girls that she perceived was messing with her husband or it was uh-huh. rumored I guess she that was messing with her husband and she had those women attacked and she was arrested. She was she, she got a hit with her on some people. I don't know what the hit. Well, damn. I don't know what the hit. It know. might have been a jump, like jumping. You know, like like a kill. Oh, like, like back in jump. the day, like right. okay, you know what? Right. Get jumped. Like y'all playing right. and somebody will get jumped as soon as they come out that bathroom. Right. We gonna all beat their ass on three. <laughs> one, two. And you know that one person before you get to three, they already yeah, they already <laughs> three bitch. Three. Three. She can the best of them. She can the best of them. You ain't even got to get no hit in.
You know what I'm saying? You can't let everything get under your skin. Same thing with Nicki Minaj. Like, you're spending so much of your energy addressing this girl's career as opposed to just, you're a legend. You're bigger than, your people even consider you bigger than Lauren Hill, and that's huge. Yeah. Because when Lauren came out with Miseducation of Lauren Hill, like, Mm -hmm. she changed the game. Yeah. Like, I still play that to this day, you know? Mm-hmm. So that woman went diamond. I don't think any female rappers ever went diamond. I, if I, excuse me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember any female rappers. Yeah, if it has, it's not a lot. But I, I remember the, um, was it the first day? I think it was the first day of her album mm-hmm. she went gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Invasion of Property went gold. Mm-hmm. I ended up with diamond afterwards. I'm just like, wow. Oh, well. Well, I'm not talking about Cardi B. Cardi B didn't go down. I'm talking about Lauren Hill. Oh, Lauren. Oh, she went diamond. Yeah, she went diamond. I didn't even know you go diamond. I didn't yeah. Even know it platinum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Diamonds we still ten million plus. Like she oh, went diamond. So, wow. so it's like, do they got uh, Sapphire? I know. Like, Cuba Zirconia. Girl, Cuba Zirconia. Yeah. Some people want Cuba Zirconia. Yeah. Well, you like, girl, I went Sapphire. Like, like what's that? Just passed down. Like, what? <laughs> You, you sold 10 copies of your album then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what Ruby is. I sold 10 copies. <laughs> I went Ruby. I went Ruby. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, so it's like both of them just need to stay in their lane, not worry about what each other doing, and just keep it moving. Um, Hopefully, they don't have any more running. Yeah. <laughs> Security is there. And they put them girls or those women in a room and let them sit down and hash out their issues so they can move forward. But it's not going to happen because you know why? People make money off mm-hmm. Yeah, because they go, they make money off the beefing. Because especially with the record labels, mm-hmm. they're monsters. Because they, they see how these artists are and how they beef with one another. And they're going to milk this for as long as they possibly can because I heard that uh, after they had their beef, it uh, boosted up Nicki Minaj Queen album sales. Yeah, and she has a deal to have her own clothing line. Wow. Well, yeah, I can see that. I can mm-hmm. see that. And then that Beast One Radio, that was like the number one radio show. Her Queen Radio. Yeah. Man, I listened to that. I didn't even know Nicki had it in her. I'm like, oh, when did Nicki become a radio host? At first, she was a nice rapper. Now she's a radio, you know, a radio show host, and she had all kinds of people. She had all her people that you know supported her. Song. 
or green. Here come my flag, unfortunately. That's my song. Ring and uh, ring. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is that song? Oh, that's like ring like
um, just really be vulnerable and really kind of tell her story. And I think that's going to help, you know, fans connect with her better because I just think they haven't been connecting with her. Her music, um, they just weren't connecting. Um, and I think that documentary is going to really help people connect with her and see her be more vulnerable, see her be, you know, just a, like a young woman trying to just figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's what... And I think that's what Cardi's get. People relate to her. People relate to her struggle. People relate. This girl said, you know, she got her tea sticks in her in her record. You know what I'm saying? Like, who does that? You know, most people just come out with new teeth, new butt. You be like, yeah. Did you just have? You just have a gap two weeks ago. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Nah, my my teeth feel like this. What ain't happening? Your booty ain't been that big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, no, nah, my booty, I just took these tails and my booty just grew. No, you went to Dr. Miami. That's what you did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, for her to put that in her record, let's let everybody know, like, dang, she real. She told us she got a tea thing. And because mm-hmm. of that, I think the lady who did the tea got a whole bunch of, you know, inquiries. You know, so mm-hmm. she made some money off that, uh, yeah. that, that part of that verse. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's just, it's just. I just like Cardi. I just like Cardi. I genuinely like Cardi, and I really want to. Well, play. before we get um, more into it, we will take. Uh, we gonna play a few songs, and because I know your throat probably dry, because you've been, you've been talking a lot. I'm like, I'm gonna give you some chance to drink some water, because she gave us a lot of tea: mm-hmm. Earl Grey, green tea, Japanese tea, black tea, red raspberry tea, Did all kinds of green tea. tea already? You say lemonade and no, I didn't say lemonade. Mix. lemonade. No, yeah. you know they got the lemonade tea mix. Oh yeah. yeah, I probably did say green tea twice. I don't know. I like green tea. I'm just trying to list all the teas that's in my cabinet, like tea, you know. But uh, <laughs> but we about to play some songs, take a little break, and then we go come back. Oh yeah, and we got to play that song by Quavo too, and that diss track. So we'll be back in a minute. And I'm about to play Chrisette Michelle, Rich Hipster, and then I'm going to do Drake. Drake. I said drink. Maybe I'm thinking about drinking. Drake. Uh, we'll take forever. That is my. Hey. Williamsburg, Brooklyn, stand up. I see you, red lipstick. Uh-huh, skinny jeans and a skinny season. Coffee cups, bottoms up. Let's change the world, people. Hands in the air. That's what they say in Paris.
curb Peter get on her nerves The thrift store for furs And I'm hoping that Miss knows her worth My love for she deserves her This, that, and more Williamsburg with the riffraff Of course Bills will fall behind For the ills of the fashion forward Okay, okay Smile for the photo Cafe Urbana Trying to find a couple solos Approximately my street Just watch me The cops do But cabs don't I'm dark skin Chris Dior Margella Javanshi Cool people in costumes I see it I'm just playing some nonsense. If I rule the world, better get up with not fear. And complex will cover Obama and Romney, and the only lucrative piece is the solo. Baby, it's yours. Nobody else is. Yeah, this shit belong to nobody. It's yours. 
nobody else is Yeah, this shit belong to nobody in that What made me think about the gang, girl And how I switched it up with a new thing Young nigga came through on his Wu-Tang And nowadays when I ask about who got it, they say it's yours Nobody else is Yeah, this shit belong to nobody, it's yours Nobody else is Yeah, this shit belong to nobody, it's yours It's yours, it's yours, it's yours, that's for sure that's for sure, yeah. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. That's for sure, that's for sure.
right, this is Danny Sky. Open letter. Thank you for tuning in. I'm here with celebrity commentator Ryan Blue, and uh, that was just Chrisette Michelle, uh, Visual Love, Rich Hipster, and then I was playing uh, Wu Tang Forever by Drake off the. I forgot to name that. Nothing album. was the same. Nothing was the same. Girl, yeah. No. Off of that album, and um, you know, like it was, I didn't, it was only like two good songs on that album. Liar, that's gonna be another, <laughs> that's gonna be another episode. Me and Ryan Blue already got two episodes that we do. You know what? You just, you part of the show now. You got a job, you part of the show. She gonna be my yeah. She's gonna be my right hand man from now on. So I'm all like, me and her be doing two other episodes together. It's pretty much we gonna disagree on stuff. We got the Brandy and Monica. Oh yeah. We gonna talk about that, and then we got the Drink uh, album. I didn't think it was that great. She did. We're gonna do an episode on that as well. So. <laughs> Braces. I think he said there were braces on the view, and I'm just like, how does that smell in your 
don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to figure it out. Yeah, I'm not really trying to figure it out. It's probably is not pleasant. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's not pleasant. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. we're gonna uh we're gonna it's um this song is called Huncho Dreams. So mm-hmm. we're gonna play it and then we're gonna see how this goes. So here it is, Quavo, uh Huncho Dreams. When you rent uh, a car on Turo, you're renting some of <laughs> no shuttle rides, no waiting in line. No wonder in the car lot. This is Sutterman. Sutterman, Uncle G. How you doing this morning? Good morning, brother. Good morning, George. What is y'all so happy about? Who are you about to get granted? You just granted. Granted, like, 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 like you're a new man or something. Nah, Rashad's a new, new man. He got some cutting last night. Shut up. Mm-hmm. You got some booty in this house last night? Mm-hmm. I told you I don't want no company in my house. Mm. I told you that I don't want none of them little fast girls in my house. Mm. No females in this house. That's the rule. It's a one bowl rule in effect. I ain't gonna lie. I couldn't last night. Stop lying.
I will be um, at Verbs again on September 10th, same time, 710. The cover is $5 before 8. After 8, I believe is $8, I believe. And also on September 17th, I will be premiering my open mic series, Smoking the Mic, uh, at the Medicia Media Center. It's going to be every third Saturday, every third Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. There is a $5 cover. If you're a poet, if you're performing, there's no cover for performers, but everybody else, $5. Please bring exact change because I don't have change for a 20. I don't have change for a 50. If you give me $20, you better bring $20 worth of people in, you know, because I'm not going to have no, ain't going to be no cash register there. So you just going to have to bring $5 exact, you know, or you bring $25, you better have that amount of people, you know. Or well, you make it a donation. Yeah. Or you make a donation, you know, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you, you, you make a donation, you get a donation. You make a donation. You make they donation. bring $10, you ain't got change. Oh, yeah. They making a the donation. Right, right. Yeah, right, you know? right. So if you got, like, yeah, make a donation. Yeah. <laughs> You give me twenty dollars, the the remaining fifteen donation. Right. <laughs> donation to the Danny Sky Fund. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> but yeah, be looking out for that. And again, I like to thank my special guest, Brian Blue. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. And your ass is coming back I again. Yes, and we're gonna talk about part two. So I'm just gonna figure out what her schedule is. So whenever that is, we would definitely do part two of their show. Also, next week, I'm going to be bringing entrepreneur. Okay. I'll bring entrepreneur, uh, Angie Marie. She's going to discuss her many business ventures. Thank you so much. Let her y'all be blessed, and y'all have a great day. I know I can't afford to stop for a moment. Cause it's gold tight